I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. So can we talk about athleisure? You've, you've been writing some about this. Have Lululemon, which, you know, in addition to being the premier athleisure brand that shows how fabulous and, and fit and fancy you are. It's for your white girl butt. Yeah. Lift it. Separate it. So Lululemon still, you know, whatever is a brand, but been having some real trouble as a company. And I think, you know, th- there's sort of these four key indicators that Lululemon's in a lot of trouble right now. Okay, go. The first is their sales have been going up. They're still, they're still having big sales growth, but their profits are not growing like their sales are, which is always a, a bad sign for a company. If you're selling stuff, but you're not making as much money selling it, that's, that's trouble. Top line versus bottom line. They keep having inventory growth, which just means they have a bunch of clothes on hand they're not selling. They're having declines of sales per square foot in existing stores. So sales are growing because they keep opening new stores, but the stores they already have are making less in sales. And then here I think is the really big thing. It's copycats. Lululemon's competitors are having success copycatting Lululemon, selling substantially similar products. And that just means in the long run, they're not going to be able to charge nearly as much as they did in the past for the stuff they sell. You forgot the most important point. What's the most important? Who run the world? Oh, Beyonce. Yes, bitch. So Beyonce, speaking of the saturation in the market, Beyonce is out with her own line of athleisure. And we're talking about this in part because I love talking about stocks everybody thinks are amazing and actually suck. And I think Lululemon is one of them. So while I was writing this story a day or two before, Beyonce came out with her own athleisure line. They called her out on Twitter and were like, oh, imitation, you're copycatting us, blah, blah, blah. This was very stupid. The beehive went in immediately without you know you just don't mess with queen bee like you just don't um and it was on twitter and it was all very embarrassing and of course it was certainly not lululemon's first public relations disaster it was the time they were like involved in the whole thigh gap thing like you have to be skinny you have to have a thigh gap the time they started selling beer in their stores when they really just should have been selling shitty chardonnay or already mixed vodka sodas and the um when they were selling the see-through pants wasn't their explanation that people who are too fat are putting the pants on and stretching them too much and that's why you can see through them the funny thing is that the company went through a management shift and now it's run by men instead of women and i consistently get the impression on their earnings calls that these men don't want to be running this company. So you have a trusted brand like Nike that has no issues with public relations disasters and can draw men and women into the store. And then you have Lululemon desperate to get into the men's market. It's notoriously hard to penetrate. So men, are, men are hard to penetrate? So hard to penetrate. I haven't always found that. And so that is another disaster for Lululemon. That's, that is your fourth point, which is the saturation of the market. You know, everyone's making athleisure. That is when you're done. Another time when you're done is when your inventories are too high. When we're talking about Lululemon, we're talking about 115 or so days of inventory backed up. Now, and that's been going on since 2014 and rising. But now it's getting to the point where people are saying, hey, you should have solved this problem by now. But you haven't. So what are you saying? Are you are you unable to unload this stuff? You just keep opening more stores and making more product, and it doesn't seem like sales are actually increasing. Yeah, the question is whether they can ever bring that back. If Lululemon had huge margins, which is to say they could sell stuff for a lot more than it cost them to make it, it was because Lululemon had all this brand cachet and nobody else was making stuff quite like what Lululemon was selling. 
If that's not true anymore, you're just not going to be able to produce those, those margins anymore, no matter how much Wall Street wants them. It's sort of like in every industry where people don't want to admit that the thing they're doing is in decline. Maybe Lululemon should just be admitting that their growth is tapering off and that's fine and they still make a lot of money. But the temptation is always to say, we're going to be on top, we're going to be the coolest thing and we need to make enough. Well, that's because quarter after quarter you have to report to your shareholders. The myth of shareholder value is a myth in corporate America that we're constantly talking about in the business world, which is that the rights of the shareholder and the benefit of the shareholder is paramount to anything else in the company, paramount to the employees, paramount to the customers. It is the most important thing to watch, and stock price is everything. And the reality is, if you only pay attention to stock price and you don't think of this thing as kind of a triangle of customers, employees, and stock then you're missing the boat and there's no way that you could ever really reach shareholder value. The thing with Lululemon is, okay, if you're not really thinking about what your customers want, then yeah, your inventories levels are going to grow because you're not thinking strategically enough about your customer. But if what you want to show on earnings report after earnings report is top line growth, then yeah, you're going to create more inventory so that you can sell it at more stores and sell more and more and more. And that might look good to investors for a while, but as though, even though we know Wall Street's really stupid, after a while they will figure it out. You might say this pushes people to stretch their businesses like a pair of Lululemon yoga pants. And it's certainly not transparent. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 